0: Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily. A brief host read article, it's weather news in a nutshell. It's Sunday, February 6th. And predicting the weather, especially for a storm that has been referred to as the Super Bowl of winter storms, is very much a team sport at AccuWeather. Meteorologists break down what it's like to craft and deliver such a critical forecast. The blizzard of January 2022 will go down in the history books after shattering records and delivering heavy snowfall from the mid-Atlantic to the northeast – Southeastern New England was among the hardest-hit areas, with snowfall totals topping 30 inches in Stoughton, Massachusetts, and wind gusts over 100 miles per hour in Wellfleet, Massachusetts. But behind the scenes, years of combined experience, education, and forecasting led to an accurate forecast ahead of the storm. A success story like this forecast serves as a good reminder on National Weather Persons Day as to why AccuWeather meteorologists wanted to make a career out of studying the atmosphere and making incredibly complex forecasts. While the average meteorologist will forecast more winter storms in their lifetime than they can count on both hands, a major storm like this will be unforgettable. Here are some of those memorable moments told by none other than the meteorologists who were at the center of what was a most complicated forecast and their thought process in the days leading up to the ferocious blizzard and what it was like for them to finally watch the storm unfold after days of predictions. Chief AccuWeather Meteorologist Jonathan Porter says, In a situation like this, we know a lot of people are relying on AccuWeather, and it makes us treat big storms like it's the Super Bowl. Just like a team would prepare for the Super Bowl, we're going to do the same kind of thing. We're going to prepare for making sure that we've got every angle covered and we've thought about every possible aspect of the storm. According to an AccuWeather analysis, this winter storm affected more than 105 million people from Florida to Maine. In comparison, 91.63 million people watched the Super Bowl in 2021, according to Sports Media Watch. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I think the feeling of anxiety and obsession hasn't changed one bit, says AccuWeather chief on-air meteorologist Bernie Reno. The reason I use those words is because when you have an East Coast snowstorm, this is where reputations are won and lost. East Coast snowstorms are notoriously challenging to forecast due to all of the changing factors and large population. The placement of the center of the storm can have a big effect on how many people are impacted. Often, meteorologists refer to the 40-70 benchmark, which is where 40 degrees north latitude and 70 degrees west longitude meet. If the center of the storm tracks to the west of this benchmark, it is likely that the highly populated I-95 corridor will receive mostly rain and the heaviest of the snow will be farther inland. If the center of this storm tracks to the east of that benchmark, then the I-95 corridor will receive snow. The amount of snow depends on the strength of the storm. As for AccuWeather meteorologist Mary Gilbert, she says forecasts, especially for all these big storms, can be tough, especially when the storm is impacting such a wide area. Our big mission here at AccuWeather is protecting lives and property, so we want to make sure that our forecasts not only are accurate, but people are actually able to interpret them and use them to make decisions about these bigger storms. There's always an empathy side of it, says AccuWeather senior meteorologist Dan Pitanowski. The storm disrupts people's lives, and there are always negative consequences of it. He continues, We really try to work together. We have discussions, have debates, but then the team always tries to come together to form the best consensus and best forecast possible. I've worked here for 18 years now, and through all the storms, there has always been one theme, people's willingness to work together and help each other out to make sure we're getting the best forecast out the door. I think for me, forecasting a storm like this is a team sport, says Porter. I think that is the real uniqueness and the power of AccuWeather. We forecast by consensus, which basically means that before we send out a forecast, every forecaster has a chance to analyze it and share their own thoughts, so you aren't issuing a forecast alone, says Gilbert. Reno adds, We all had the same messaging and confidence level, and I think that allowed our messages to be pretty clear through all of our platforms. Big events like this, everybody is all hands on deck, says Porter. Everybody is contributing their expertise. As AccuWeather's chief meteorologist, it's always exciting for me to see the passion that our team has. Bernie Reno, who works on our network, and Dean DeVore, who is on our major radio stations across the country, came in between their broadcasts. They came off the network or radio and spent their five minutes with us on the operations floor, talking about the weather and what other ways we could enhance the forecast that we were providing. Growing up in Connecticut, East Coast snowstorms are what got me into meteorology, says Porter. This one in particular, I think, was one of the most challenging forecasts. We use over 175 different forecast models here at AccuWeather. I don't remember a storm in the last few years where there has been so much of a variation in the forecast models. We did know the most significant impacts were going to be over southern New England. It was a wild ride because all of the popular models were all over the place. And trust me, there were some very, very long discussions internally. But we never changed the forecast. You have to trust your meteorology, methodology, and your team because the forecast models are just going to pull you in many directions. That's the nature of East Coast storms with forecast models, says Reno. But many people aggressively questioned our forecast on Thursday. I can't tell you how many people told me we were wrong. New York wasn't going to get a flake, and we were overplaying the storm. You're on this long, windy road, and there's an end, but you don't know if you have steered off course. It was about Thursday afternoon. I said, you know what? We were right on this right from the get-go. This is going to work out exactly as we thought. The forecast we initially issued actually held up pretty well, and it doesn't always work like that, says Pidnowski. Gilbert added, overall, I think we gave our customers and people looking at our app a pretty good idea of what was going to happen even days in advance. As for veteran Bernie Reno, this is a storm he will remember. I'll never forget Saturday morning. It was 5 a.m. I couldn't sleep and got on AccuWeather, looked at the radar and said, that's exactly the way I thought it would look. That's it for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or visit AccuWeather.com.